This how, this how I'm starting it off this week. This is how I'm starting it off this week, man. Prayers up for Lil Dirt. That's 100. Feel bad for that, man. But we're gonna talk more about that in a little bit. But this album's great. Sorry, YouTube niggas, y'all don't get ballin' with it. Missed out on my kids' life for a year, and I got accepted. Certain days niggas never came to my shows, and I felt neglected. Growing up, see my uncle down in his bed, that shit made me reckless. Pouring up, and they ain't never sharing my meds, and they ain't being extra. And I paid like two of my niggas' bonds before I brought a necklace. I done seen my brother stack his bricks up, and they look like Tetris. Have a real shootout up on that E-way, you can't mix your eggs. Told the bitch you can't have to smell my cone, she gotta go change her pants. Take care of your family and them kids, cause I'm too big on family. Fuck the fans, cars before that shorty never gonna slide the camera. I'ma get my lawyer extra dub because it come ahead. Feel like I'ma vomit off this perk cause I don't take What's that a hero? The voice of the hero. Voice of the hero. Wait, I'm not done tonight. I'm not done tonight. I had to change it real quick. I ain't done tonight. SoundCloud niggas, you getting it. You getting your this is the Mozzie YG uh, collab tape that dropped like a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, but I'm not mad shit. Hard, this, this shit is hard, bro. Fake bitch. I don't want to fuck her. She got facelift. Lane switch. I hear all running on that lace shit. Claim to be a killer, but double back with the same clip. Whoa. How you selling coochie, but ain't made shit, huh? 30 days are better at the days in. And then I gotta, I gotta play, I gotta shout out New York because New York got a banger. This, I can't believe Brooklyn went to high school with this nigga. Crazy, man. This shit is hard. This shit is hard. I'm everything. I'm on the back that ass on the Took her back to my crib and I regret it. Cause she tried this nigga freak bitch. Feel like she asleep. So she tried to stay the whole week. I'm like, oh, nah, oh. she gotta go. Ask me her name, I swear I don't even fucking know. They wanna know why the girl them they gotta stop. I gotta stop. But this, this is the latest episode of the Bruce Think Podcast. Shout out to you, the fans out there listening. Shout out to everybody who listens each and every week. Let me drop an air horn for y'all, man. This is episode 195. I am your host, Lennon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy Dewitz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the building. I got it right this week. Doom, how you doing? Brooklyn has Good, some, some family shit. Nigga fell asleep on us again, but babysitting while well, watching his, that's not babysitting, watching his child is definitely tiresome. So me and you rocking, rocking late night tonight. We waited till after the fight. Yeah, man, we go all the down this week. That was a... That was a weird fight too, man. That was an ass fight, dude. We could call it what it is. I had I had high hopes for that. They actually had a good fight on the card too. Wait, like, which I one was get, it? Because uh, I heard someone said the fight before Floyd fight was fire. Yeah, bro. Uh, well, to me, the one before that, because the Badu Jack shit, I expected Badu Jack to win. Like, dude, um, the dude he was fighting took the fight on like a week notice or some shit, so oh, he wasn't okay. really. And they like act some actual fighters. They not like no, you know. Not like YouTube, the Triller shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, YouTube, like, TikTok shit. Yeah, yeah, actually. I think Buddy Jack was on one of the Triller cards, too. He was. Actually, he was on the first Jake Paul card. Yeah. Jake Paul versus... uh, It wasn't the UFC, nigga. It was... um, I forgot who he fight the first time. Who did he it was, fight the It first was Nate. Time? Nate Robinson. Oh, yeah, against Nate. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> put my nigga to bed, they put They bro. put Chad Ochocinco down, but nigga saying he could fight. Yeah, he could fight, bro. He like he really shocked me. Like I didn't expect him to win, but the fact that he was like actually boxing. Twitter you know was saying he saying? won three or four rounds. He did. Nah, he really Real? did. Real okay. Like, 
I was looking at like how Logan Paul fight mm-hmm. and he was fighting Floyd. So he didn't really have much boxing technique. It was just like, I'm going to try to overpower Floyd. Facts. But like when I look at Chad Johnson, he was actually boxing. You know what oh, I'm he, saying? Okay. Like he, he was really doing yeah, it. He was, he was like, it looked like he boxed before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I respect his shit. If he fight again, I'll watch. Okay, okay. Chad Johnson really impressed niggas. Okay. But I got to say this. This is the only thing I come from this. The Pauls are the biggest name in the fight game right now, which is nuts. Which yeah. is nuts. They got UFC niggas asking how they don't make 20 million. You UFC niggas getting robbed. They know why they're sick every time these these Paul niggas fight. Well, like I think what it is is like it's not really profitable. You know what I mean? Because mm. I, I feel like like the majority of just like the mainstream fight fan, they looking for some shit to put on at the crib when they got people over. You know what I'm saying? They That's looking for some shit like they not really hardcore MMA fans. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's where the sport of UFC is going. Like, you got to be hardcore in the MMA, in the fighting. But if you just want to see some niggas go at it, which is what most people want to see, you know what I'm saying? The Paul shit is way more entertaining. They actually, like, building up some suspense and shit behind the fights. Like Niggas waiting to see him get knocked out. That's the real thing. Like, that's the suspense. People want to see, because, like, I expect Tyron Woodley to knock this nigga out on July, June, whatever. Yeah. Do you think? Nah, do you th- he, he will. That's what I'm saying. Like that, That's not going to go like Floyd shit. That's not going to go like Floyd. And that's definitely not going to like Ben Askren. Like Tyron Woodley is in shape. Tyron Woodley was a striker yeah. in the UFC. I don't, I, if Tyron Woodley loses, I'm going to be thoroughly shocked. See, the thing is, though, I think, because I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about it after the fight. They were saying how... Um, they think there was some kind of like on the side agreement. You know what I mean? Like where they mm. said publicly, you know, when they, when they tell the public, they were like knockouts are allowed. It's eight full three minute. They rounds, agreed to you know no knockouts. I, mean? I think they agreed between each other. Like, yo, we going to just spar like nobody trying to I hurt that. each other. Like, I think Floyd retired that. tonight. He said no more exhibitions, no more boxing. He done. He, he going out yeah. and tech. I, I I think he needs to though. I he think definitely he need to, bro. It's not looking good for him. If Logan Paul lasts the distance, man, you can't knock Logan Paul out. Floyd. I, I, I really do believe Floyd could have knocked him out though. Just That's what I thought what too. I, saw, I think Floyd, like I watched even that after fight. the fight, like he could knock him out, bro. I thought like I thought there was times where Floyd was hitting him in the kidneys. I thought Logan was gonna puke, and then his eyes when he when he went to that. When kept going to that right eye that was all swollen, but I was like, "Damn, you couldn't cut him, Floyd." Fuck. Yeah, he they. I think they agreed because I noticed like right when Floyd showed, like, "Yeah, I could really bust this dude ass." He started grabbing more. He he started like letting them grab him. They like he just didn't bring the fight to him no more because he had yeah. a second. Like I want to say it was like round after he got tagged five was, or six. It's, it's when Logan tagged him in his jaw and Logan hit him with a combo, which I was shocked by. Like okay, Logan Paul actually tagged Floyd with two. Floyd said, "Oh no, fuck this." Yeah, <laughs> it was it was the round where I don't know if you remember, but the round ended with fucking Logan just going off on Floyd. Like just, oh with the. The wild he was man blocking punches. them all, but he just went wild. Like I'm a, I'm a try to overpower you. See if I can just outstrength you, type shit. And it didn't work. But no. I think he made Floyd mad with that. He like, definitely Floyd was did. like, all right, now you ain't about to just had a crowd ooh and I, and I'm about to. And then <laughs> Floyd even grabbed him and put him in like a headlock over the ropes and was like, "Fuck yeah. you!" I was like, oh, yeah. Floyd. <laughs> yeah, they was really going at it, bro. I'm sick. I- 
Look, I'm a UFC guy. I like to see real niggas fight. That's just me. I'm not trying to yeah. see play play niggas fight. The la- I'm telling, I'm saying this right now. The the last Paul fight I'm watching, unless Jake Paul fight a real nigga, is gonna be Tyron Woodley. Because I truly believe if Tyron Woodley loses, that's gonna be so embarrassing for him. I'm just gonna be honest to him. That's gonna be bad. Yeah, I I just don't see a world where that happen. I I honestly. I don't either. I don't either. And like, like, I think I think the magic that they they you know they've been on this little streak of W's. I think I it's think coming it's, to an end. Yeah, with Tyron, he like, might get hurt. Like really fucking around with Tyron Woodley. Yeah, I think I think Logan though, like Logan. I don't know if you seen when after the fight, Jake Paul was saying like, "Yeah, my my brother won. My brother just beat Floyd Mayweather," and everybody was giving him shit. But I think they really did win. You know, no, they mean? won. They won tonight by not getting knocked like out I, by lasting. They won tonight. Yeah, because it's not even about, like, who won the fight. Like, I think Floyd was just like, this is my last opportunity at, like, getting a big, a big bag, payday, being yep. in front of the crowd again. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really about, like... I'm sure boxing. Floyd wanted to use Jake, but then I'm sure Floyd thought, well, hold up, this nigga can kind of fight. I'm not trying to get yeah. tagged, so I'm going to fight the brother. Yeah. Who- Logan didn't have no business fighting with him, though. I really <laughs> wish that they would have fought for real. But when you hear exhibition, bro, it's like it's no reason. No, to no judge, Jesus and Mero on the call. And let me say, I didn't like Jesus and Mero hosting. I'm gonna be honest. They were horrible. Thank bro. you, dude. Horrible, Thank you. We gotta be man. honest. We gotta be honest. Not hey, everybody is I'm Snoop even... Dogg. Their commentary was trash. Jesus tried to throw in his political jokes. Trash. Didn't fly. Didn't rock none of it. And then I hated the the white guy guy to keep him on track because he was trying to relate to him. Didn't work. Yeah. I was just. It was all, it, it was well, not Triller. That's that's the thing, though. If you got to get, because I, I know that that's what they was doing. They saw Triller and they saw everybody talking about how they love the presentation of Triller, which I'm going to just say this, bro. If Triller keep doing what they're doing and then the only competition is Showtime, we might see a little switch, bro. Might, no, I'm, it's possible. Bro, I'm thinking that this whole little celebrity boxing shit is is gonna be bigger than the boxing the sport, bro? More it could be it could be like celebrity death match, the MTV show. Like I want niggas with real I'm beef saying, to step in that ring, bro. <laughs> that's but that's what um Fade was saying in GM earlier. He was like, it's celebrity death match, but in real life, like oh, it's no, not that... a cartoon. Like it's really real life, and he was spitting because that's pretty much what it is. And I'm just waiting for like like you said. There's going to be a matchup between two people who got like real life problems with each other. That's going to happen sooner or later. <laughs> and that's you what, what I'm saying? that's what I'm waiting for. That is what I'm waiting for. But, you know, kudos to Logan Paul. You definitely got a victory tonight. Kudos to Floyd. You got a bag. You niggas were some clowns. All you niggas who paid for the fights, clowns. Like they had niggas who actually bought that. You lame ass niggas should hit us. Should hit us up for the link. Doom changed my life a year and a half ago, bro. I ain't buy a fight, I ain't buy a fight in a year and a half. It's been beautiful. <laughs> been beautiful the links yeah, man. <laughs> so you might have to hit refresh like twice but that's about it yeah i, I hey i couldn't imagine 50 dollars for that for that they had one fight though that was like a legitimate good fight i wish i could remember the dude's name i feel stupid but it was a, it was a black dude and like a, a mexican dude hispanic dude and they was really like going at it bro the like next boxing, boxing the next boxing fight I want to see is King Ryan versus either Javante or fucking one of them other young niggas. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't even I, I'm actually kind of hyped for the Fury fight. 
But yeah, I'm kind of the, the the celebrity shit is low key better because it's been getting more attention than real boxing. Like, it has. I don't even know it, who's like I could maybe name five or six boxes. Same. I Wilder Fury, uh, Joshua, and that's three in one division. I can give you King Ryan. I can give you Javante Davis Tank, and then. Yeah. And uh, I've, I, I I can describe another one to you, and it's embarrassing because this nigga the champion who wore the Joe Burrow jersey after he shocked the nation. But see, don't know the nigga name. Shit, uh, no, yeah, uh, I don't know. Timothy, Timothy, Tim, Timotheo Lopez. I think that's his name. So, uh, Timotheo or I'm, something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That's the only, like, six. I give you six to seven names. That's it. I don't know nobody else. I just I think it's way more exciting for, just for like the general fan. Public, no, you know for sure. I mean? Or USC, like, but like it's, but, it's way more exciting. Like, bro, I just seen fucking um Austin McBroom got a boxing match. He is. He's but wait, let's talk about this because that's gonna be even more of a clown show. This nigga is fighting like, Bryce from TikTok. But the Louisiana nigga, this is why I want to talk about it. Kale Surridge, you know the, the the nigga who dancing all the Louisiana videos with subtweets on the white dude who was on LSU campus dancing. Yeah. That nigga boxing in that, that match. He better not get his ass knocked out and represent Louisiana yeah. bad. <laughs> That's wild, bro. I'm telling you, man, it, it's taking over. It's gonna be bigger than Doom. You gonna fight boxing. somebody? If somebody, if somebody say, "Yo, I want to fight somebody from the network," they gotta give them. me. They gotta <laughs> give me a minute to train, bro. I ain't gonna embarrass myself, nigga. We could, we could talk. If you still feeling played in six months, nigga, we could get in the ring. <laughs> we could get in the ring. We could do it. But I need some heads up. <laughs> I'll hype it I'll up, man. Get fucked up right now. <laughs> we go. We gonna hype it up. The I'm gonna hype it up. Start shit. I'll grab a nigga hat in there. I don't mind doing all that, but like I don't know if I want to fight. Maybe Brooklyn will fight for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think B got it. He probably got the best chance out of all start, of them. Start challenging other podcasts. That's hilarious. But yeah, that Louisiana nigga, Austin McBoom is definitely fighting. He better not. Who he might get his ass whooped. <laughs> I don't even know what, who the other dude is. Like, bro, when I'm telling you, like, in some white dude from TikTok, TikTok world, or the YouTuber world, I don't know shit about that. I only know like, who he is because I'm on TikTok. Like, that's the like I told you off air. TikTok is the only platform that, like, I truly, I don't want to say enjoy because I do enjoy Twitter, but Twitter is half job, half enjoyment. TikTok yeah. is not a job. Like, yeah, I post on there and post like anime shit for our anime podcast, but that I don't feel like that's like a job. Like I'm just scrolling and seeing shit that's entertaining. It feels like Vine. Yeah. It really does. I like I like TikTok too because I feel like the playing field is level. It does like you, feel like you, that. You don't have to be somebody with you know, 200K to be a 10,000 views. Like, yeah, no, you don't. It'd be some random motherfucker just blow up. And it's crazy that the random people from TikTok starting to get movies and shit. Like, that girl yeah, from Lafayette. Like, it's it's nuts the world we live in right now. Bro, I'm telling you, I really feel like, especially with how the, how the world moved post-COVID, like, I think the traditional nine to five shit is going to be dead soon, bro. It's coming. No, it's, it's like coming. real dead. It's coming. Like I think the majority of people going to have to be in the some type of, maybe not directly in the content creation space, but something online. Oh, I can see, I can like, see them doing online jobs. That's a fact. It's going to be hard, man. Cause what do you tell a, what do you tell an eight year old kid who sees other eight-year-old, 13-year-olds making millions from doing this? Like, would you, t- like, do you tell them not to be a YouTuber because you're old Hell and no. traditional? I, I, I would never, I, 
Like I could never do that. I wish I'd have started earlier. I wish I was filming in high school. It would have put us in a better position now. Like oh, I would I'm tell saying we we really had the craziest opportunity because like niggas don't realize when we was teenage years, high school years, like YouTube was fresh, like new. Bro, if I recorded all the fights I I saw and or did like questionnaires, like just going to Bourbon Street asking drunk niggas questions, like just doing shit we did in general, like regular shit, it'd have been different. So like, I can't tell an eight year old kid not to do it. I'm just I'd tell him like, look, you better do it consistent every day or every yeah. week, once once a week and don't expect to make no money. Just do it because you love it. If other than that, like these kids got to do it, man, because like it's possible. Logan yeah, Paul shows that. Sure. like if anything, Logan Paul was a dude who w- was on YouTube doing vlogs, went to Japan, had a big controversy, rebranded himself and fought the biggest fucking boxer on the planet who he had no business being a ring with. If that doesn't show anything is possible through the internet, I don't know what does. No, nah, you, you for real right. And that's why I say he actually did win. Both of the it's, Oh no, it's a, it's, it's a win for people like us. It's a, it's a huge win, yeah. huge win. Cause you gotta think about it like this, bro. Like maybe a year ago, we was looking at these niggas like who they, they really trying to fight. You know what I'm saying? And now he in the ring with arguably with the Floyd. best box, boxer to ever live, bro. Fucking you know what nuts. I'm like fucking nuts. That's like, crazy. And I know he, for a fact, like just in, in just in traditional workspaces, at least in media in general, niggas are scared. They are scared of the TikTok niggas. They are scared of the YouTube niggas. Cause it's like, as a company, how can ESPN say, oh, I'm gonna hire the traditional journalist who went to school for four years, but there's a guy who has 100,000 followers talking sports. Yeah, it may be a little crude. Yeah, it might not be what we used to, but he, but he brings 100,000. Am I going to take the guy that has 100,000 built-in followers or am I going to take the guy who went to four years of college in hopes that he can become what this guy is through our yeah. platform? And, and that's the thing. Nine times out of 10, like you watch the fight tonight, nine times out of 10 is going to be that weird white dude that, don't really know how to socially interact. And we're with, moving away from that. We you are, know what I'm saying? We like, are. That is a thing of the past. Like, bro, think about what the conversation would sound like if that was on Triller and Floyd talking to Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, the conversation go way different. But instead, you got this clown, which, granted, he got, like, a nice-ass broadcast voice. Definitely. Like, like, 30 years ago, we might be putting him in a legend conversation. Like, he got the voice for it. But... It just ain't time for that. Like, you got to bring something else. You got to. And them people ain't got it. You that's know what I mean? That's a fact. And shit, it's the reason why I got my job. Like, just 100%. Like, it's, things are changing. And you got to congratulate people like the Pauls and whatnot for being people who, as, as much as we don't like them, they're people who, like, led to some of this change for people like you and me. So, you know, good for them niggas. Glad they glad they balling. Um, so we talked Floyd. New music, man. I feel so bad for Lil Durk. Lil Durk just dropped a new album, which is great. We're going to talk about that in a second. But his brother just got brother just died, got shot in Chicago. Let's take a little moment of silence. Prayers for Lil Durk. Again, rest in peace, Lil Durk's brother. Prayers to him and his family. I feel terrible for him. Sucks that this keeps happening to him, man. Yeah, man. And it's like a recurring thing, too, bro. Like super recurring. Like. Not and good. I mean, I, I I don't really like to talk about it just because it's like, 
it's a different world that they live in and they operate Facts. in. But I feel like a lot of this stuff is avoidable, man. But is it time to say the raps? Time to stop saying fuck the ops. I'm gonna shoot you. I, like I, it, it might think, be time. Yeah, man. I think when you get to a certain point in life, like you gotta start realizing that it's like nobody give a fuck if you gangsta or not, bro. Like you just like, you're you're saying you're the voice to me. If you're the voice of that, you should be trying to better that. You should be trying to... Because yeah. I really fucked with that album that him and Baby did. I thought it had a good message. But if you're not really living that, then like... Yeah. And that that's my thing. And it's like... We just got to be more responsible, bro. As a culture. Like, Facts. I'm not saying dirt in particular. I'm just No, 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 like, no. In general. Because you could look at the shooting at Prime 112 in Miami. Just niggas outside clowning right now, bro. Yeah, and it's bro. me. And like, I'm going to be honest. It's black people. Like, yeah, white people clowning, doing white people shit. But I'm talking about black people. Let's stop shooting each other, man. It's just time. Yeah, we we the only ones that really take it to that level and judge each other if it don't go to that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, we like definitely judge can, each other. Somebody can do you something. Step on your shoe. A, oh, that nigga, nigga stepped on your shoe. Yeah, bro. Let a nigga take the high road and niggas is on his ass. Oh, you gonna let that nigga do you like that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's only in our culture. That's a fact. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's a fact. Shit, got I don't in. know, man. Yeah, no, I, it's, I, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad, yeah. bro. It's sad having rapper after rapper die, beef all after beef. Shit, New Iberia. That's like a gang shooting every day. Like that shit is. It's yeah. it's, it's enough, man. It's enough. That's it's some, enough. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't even understand why. That we just talked about a whole segment about how you could go make money, how you could go on the internet, make money, change your family's life. You don't have to show guns. Yeah, that might accelerate it, but you don't have to. You could do anything on the internet as long as you find a niche and you can make money for it. There's so much money out there that it's like, why focus on the dumb shit? Granted, that's the long game. Granted, you might not make it as fast. Granted, the street money might come faster, but why not flip that money you made in the streets and try to invest in that? Because all you got to do is do a couple. We, we we talk about the blueprint. I'm not going to give ours up, but like Facebook ads are a thing. Like, like yeah. there's ways to game the system. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just especially in today, bro. Like maybe back in the nineties or something. Well, you couldn't get it. Like where yeah, black like, people would really didn't have no way out. Like the internet, yeah. there's a legit safe way out. And now I think just in general, not even in the content creation space, but just in general, like if you got anything that needs to be stocks, niggas is just, bro. You, you are an example of that. Niggas are yeah, eating off the stock market. That's what I'm saying, man. All you got to do is go watch some YouTube videos, look at some niggas that really know what they're talking about, study. You might make some losses here and there, but if you got the street money, nigga. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I had had a starting point like that, because I'm saying it's a nigga in the hood right now, bro, rolling around in a Beamer with the rims on it, like, you know what I'm saying? Selling the packs. Bro, if you would take that money, like you said, just take, a month or so to give yourself time to really learn that. And pay, then you put one pay, of them licks. Take, take $200 classes, do some YouTube shit, and, and read a couple articles and give it a shot. Yeah, man. It's it's, it's people winning. And that's not the only like, way. They got, no, they like got hella shit. Like and, eating. And bro, I'm telling you, it's like, especially in that shit, eating. it's literally just, I hit one lick. And now I'm good forever. You know what I mean? Like this shit forever. All it takes me. is 
All it takes is one shot in anything we fucking do in the, on the internet. All it takes is one time for you to just get the main stage. If you get to the main stage and you got, whether it's you're a, a, a designer, whether it's you hitting on the stock market main stage, whether you're a content guy, whatever it fucking may be, all you got to do is hit one time. Like, think about this. If you're a drug dealer, and I'm, we're giving out free game right now because, fuck it, we're trying to help people. If you make, let's say, fuck it, you selling ounces, nigga. An ounce, and I know this just because I know this. An ounce is $200. <laughs> let's say niggas paying it $200. I'm, I'm, I'm highballing it because I know some niggas that might sell for like 180 something. Let's say you selling ounces, nigga, $200 a lick because you selling it to niggas who don't know Dino. Bow. Let's say you you sell. Let's say you sell five ounces, nigga, and make a thousand dollars a month. Why can't you go get a? And, and let's say you save your shit. You about you making more than that? Let's say you getting five thousand to ten thousand every five months. That's lowballing it. That's super lowballing it. Yeah. Why not take that money, hire an artist, design some clothes, sell some merch, nigga? You got the money. Like you don't have to just do stocks. There's multiple yeah. ways to do it. Like unlimited ways. And, <laughs> and niggas is in the hood fighting over bullshit. You know what over I'm saying? Dumb over dumb shit. Over whatever little lick to go get a designer belt. You know what I'm I saying? I understand if you if you selling shit and you in the streets for a little bit, but you gotta take that money and do something with it. Like something. Uh, another another great idea for a nigga in the hood. You making a lot of money. A lot, every nigga in the streets wants to be a rapper. Go buy one of these, one of these, one of these. Get some foam, put that shit in there, and have a studio in the hood and charge niggas studio time. That's hey, I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that, bro. Like if I, I'm just lick, saying, too. if Easy I had lick. drug dealer revenue, there's ways to make this fucking money out here. That's what I'm saying, man. So you know, our advice column for the week, nigga. So you, uh, you still you, prayers you, up to Dirk too, because I do that's a fact. Sure that's that a fact. We, we get that across. Prayers that's up a fact, him, man. That's a fact. But I just felt that conversation was necessary though, because yeah, like for sure. It, it, and and like we like you said, that had nothing to do with Dirk. That's just with the situation in Black America right now, at least with young people. Because like I can't speak for old niggas, you know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know nah, the, the young like the the niggas that's coming after us, like because I'm I'm starting to realize I'm getting to the point where. Like I don't feel old or nothing, but we are I realize old. that the niggas that's after us is grown now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like remember when we was in high school, the niggas we thought was little niggas, like mm-hmm. they grown now. No, that's and a these fact. These niggas is wilding, bro. That's like, a fact. Like, Everybody super- got a gun. <laughs> Everybody doing some crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's some crazy shit. It's bro. terrible, I done, man. It's t- I stay at my house. I stay at my house for a reason. Bro, my for little a partner's reason. seventeen and left yet. And he go everywhere with a gun. That's, I'm like, nigga, I ain't, I ain't touch a gun till I was in the military. <laughs> and I joined at 22. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I had never shot shit before that. <laughs> and this nigga go with a gun everywhere. He do not leave his house without a gun. We got, we just just got, like, we got to do better. Bro. That's yeah, no. That is. That definitely is. We got to do better. But back to the music tip. You listen to the, uh, did you listen to the baby and Dirk shit? Yeah, I checked it out. I thought it was fire. I didn't think it was bad. I liked it. I liked it, bro. And I like dirt. Like, but you know, baby do his thing. Yeah, he did. it's a it's another level. Best young it. rapper out right now. It's little baby. Yeah, easy. It's easy. another level. But I think Dirk put himself, you know, second, third, fourth, maybe. Yeah, for sure. So Dirk, 
Dirk is respectable. Like when Dirk drop, niggas is listening. That's a fact. And it's I- hard. It's hard to say that in this time when it's like a million different artists dropping every day. You know what I mean? So like- it's like if you make it to the point where you one of them artists where when you drop everybody checking for you like you can log on twitter that's and a big thing talking about the new project you drop that's like an, an accomplishment that's a big that's why thing. i got respect for dirt for sure and i could he, even say i listened I, I checked out this album more for dirt than baby i'm gonna be honest like yeah. and and i fuck with little baby but like i checked this album out mainly for dirt and shout out the first song voice of heroes hard hats off with travis scott feature hard the still running with meek is hard uh, medical, that's facts. The thug one is hard, and I, I fuck with the Rod Wave. They got some others in there, but that's just the standouts as of now. It's 18 tracks. Shit came out Friday. I ain't listened to it that many times, but I listened to it enough to where I, I listened to it twice to where I know, like, you know, they got some standouts. Yeah. So that shit is hard. Shout out, again, shout out to Capella Gray from New York. I, I think I'm I think I'm about to finesse that interview for us, Doom. I think I'm about to, because I think that nigga about to blow that up. Would be dope. Yeah, that nigga be about dope. to blow up. That song is fucking. When I heard that song, how you, dude, how you came across that? Okay, so I'm on Twitter. This is Friday. The Joe Budden podcast dropped Saturday. I'm on Twitter. It's it's either Friday night or Tuesday night because I know it's the day before whenever Joe prayed on his podcast. Somebody tweeted at me was like, "Yo, Lynn, there's this new guy out of New York, Capella Gray. Shit is hard." Somebody that I interviewed out of Canada, who fuck who was like, he's friends with him somehow. He was like, "You got to check this out before this nigga blow up. Try to see if you can get the interview." So I listened. Bomb. I'm like, "Yo, shit is nuts." The next day it plays on the Joe Budden podcast and I'm like, oh, this nigga really out here. Then I see that Ebro checking for him. I see this nigga on Bernice Burgos story. This nigga on fucking Dream Doll story. Like this nigga is this close to taking off. Yeah. And his music sound good. Oh yeah, you know he got his other song sound. I never heard of him before you sent it. And then I when checked I heard out. It, I was like, all right, he, he hard. I checked out his other songs after, had to. He got he got hits there too. That's a fact. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, especially with the artists at that level where they kind of in that beginning stage of starting up, like normally you can hear that they not a mainstream act. You know what I mean? Like it's just something about the quality of the music. You can it's there. just hear it. You know that it's like, but him, he got a mainstream sound. Like I he think do. his music will actually go. I know, I know when music goes when I when I'm in my car. Cause see my girl be getting mad at me. She's like, you always play shit that I don't know. And I'm like, cause I'm always trying to put you on and gauge how, how you react to shit. I'm trying to see what's hot in the streets. I'm trying to, cause like, I trust my ear, but like, I always like to check to see what women say. Cause women at the end of the day, run the world. They run music. They run what's cool. What's not cool. Cause women spend more money than men. So I always play shit when, when I'm with my girl to see how this shit sounds. So I, I turn that on. I'm driving. We going on a date. We going to eat somewhere. Turn that shit on. Usually when I turn something on that she don't know, she always hit me with, why are you playing this? Go play uh, Scissor. Go play the Ari Linux, whatever. She, I see her bobbing her head. And I'm like, oh, I got her. This one, this one real. She started bobbing. Then she asked me, who is this? That's how I know it's really hard when she say, who is this? Yeah, yeah. This nigga out of here, man. That, that yeah. shit used to back that ass up sample? 
Nah. Yeah, I fuck with it. Nah. And and the only thing that I don't like about it is the fact that he used that sample. You hating? That sound you know like hate. I mean? You can't be from New York and use that kind of shit, bro. Like I remember coming up, like in high school, all the New York niggas, everybody who we thought was cold, like the Boosie, the oh, they hated on the niggas. Even even kind of late Wayne up until he started fucking with like Dipset and them. Yep. New with York Jamel's. didn't like anything that was Southern rap. They only fucked with Juvenile because of the hot remix with Jay-Z. And like you said, they only fucked with Wayne when he started rocking with Jewels. Yeah. And it's just like they killed that whole era. But you gotta know it. The time's different now, Doom. New York sound well, yeah. like Atlanta light. But that's the problem, though. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Like they they hate it for so long. And then like when we when the salt wouldn't stop, when they just kept coming, especially like once that era came where it was like Gucci and Jeezy and T.I. and all them, like they had no choice. It was a perfect to, storm. You got Gucci, yeah. T.I., Wayne, uh, Bun still doing shit in Houston. But oh, and then you have Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Chameleonaire, three trifecta with the T.I.'s, Gucci's, Jeezy's, Wayne's. You can't stop that. Yeah. It's unstoppable. Then you they, throw a little plies, T-Pain the in there. Though, no, they did. They and I guess did. maybe that's like me just like... I tell you, that's I hate. Know. That's hate in your I've heart. Been, I know that is. I've been I've been deep in the, in the game for a while, man. I feel like that's like... I, that era is what I feel like my era of rap is. Like when, when Gucci and like Boosie before he went to jail, all that shit, like that's when I came up. You know what I'm saying? Like really starting to fuck with music. So I remember when New York hated on us out. All that yeah, that whole run, they wanted to keep us out, bro. So it's like, nah, you can't you can't touch the back that ass up sample. <laughs> you gotta hold you gotta hold the L for the sins of everybody in New York before you. But nigga. see, I think it's funny. We get mad at this nigga, but we don't say not a word to Drake because Drake is cool because of the Wayne. Because we, yeah, we, yeah. we allow he, it. He, he like a we let honorary. Drake get off in, in my yeah. feelings. Drake an honorary New Orleans. That shit yeah, is exactly, crazy, bro. <laughs> But Wayne is like a New Orleans nigga, and you know Wayne could give him that. That oh yeah, no, that's damn. You know what I'm now saying? let me ask you the tough question: What is the best back that ass up sampled song? Is it still practice? I think so, man. It's it's okay. gonna be hard to be practice. Yeah, it's hard to be practice. I'm not gonna lie, this nigga song cool, but it's not practice. <laughs> practice yeah. got a bunch of ass moving in the, back in the gap when that shit ah, dropped, shit. bro. When that shit, shit dropped, was I was one, just bro. like, yo, I'm playing this at every house party. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, once I noticed everybody was drunk at a house party, I was like, give me the aux. I'm running my take care set. And by the end of it, niggas was either in their feelings on the living room couch or niggas was fucking. Like, that's a fact. That that's was, a. you started with that's practice and you end with Marvin's room? That was a good, that was a, that was an error. That was an error. I even go so hard as I even go so far as to say practice is better than the original. Is that too much? Uh, see, yeah, that's that too that much. Might, yeah, that is that too much? Okay. Too far, All right. I fuck right. with practice. It's hard to be as far as like sample. Now the original, bro. I just don't think it's no song. Like I have yet to see a song that get that reaction when it comes. Oh yeah, anytime saying, it bro, come on the club. I grew up thinking that that was just like because that was like Louisiana shit. But then I started going outside and bro, everywhere I've been. When you play in the nine nine in the two thousands, it get crazy, over. bro. It's over. It's over. Asses begin Still to shake. Still to this day, my nigga. In twenty twenty one. That's a that's a fucking fact. But shout out to shout out to uh, Capella Green, man. Come fuck with the pod, bro. We definitely want to talk to you. Um, next up, 
did you see the Mount Rushmore conversations? I did. So how did you feel about them? I thought, and the one I'm talking about, the 20, 2010 GOAT, that's the one we're going to start off with because there's a bunch of them, about how it was Cole, Drake, Kendrick, and Nikki. I thought it should have been Future. I agree with LeBron. Oh, man, that's so tough, man. I get why you put Nikki on there because of this numbers and shit. And but I like, think... I think the current day, bro, like people don't give Nikki her credit. Oh, her impact for what was going on. What's going on current day is all Nikki. No, it is 100%. 100%. But okay, my point is okay, if you if we're gonna do that, then shouldn't Kanye be on the 2010 thing? Yeah. That's it's, all it's I'm just, saying. It's, that's it's all if I'm not gonna choose future, because I say future, just like Nikki responsible for everything going on with female rap right now. I'd say future is about 70%. I'll give Thug 30. I'll give Thug 30. Yeah. 70% of what's going on in Atlanta. And, and I'll honestly, give Migos a I solid think, 10. I think Thug pulled a lot from future early on. So that might that might even be that's Thug why 30% might even be future. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think future yeah. should be on that on the on the because everything is future sound right now. Yeah, I think it's just the the like it's so hard to narrow it down to four because True. they'll have people who, you know what I'm saying, who you feel make the best music. That might not be the same motherfucker that you running on your playlist day True. to day. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the Cole album was one of the better albums that I've heard in probably the last four five years, hands down. Could be longer if I really got into what release. Oh, it's definitely sure, one of the best albums, but I don't the, listen to it every day. Yeah, in the past few years, I think it's probably top three. Top three album for show to drop in the past few years. But I don't listen to it all the time. It no, just, I have I like can't. two songs. I got two songs on there that I play and then I turn that shit off. Yeah. I, I and that's no disrespect because I said the, shit, but it's not shit. It's amazing. Like, I love the core yeah. album. I go back to that freaking uh, 21 Savage joint. Damn near every day. That Damn one in 100 mil. That's the two I go back to. Yeah. That's the two that I go back to. Besides that, shit. You know what's the album I really fuck with? Prayer for Haiti by Mac Homie. That sh- if you really want to get into your rap shit, that shit is hard. Yeah. East Coast rap. And I, I'm not, when it comes to Griselda, I like Benny and Conway. I don't fuck with West Side Gun. And it's not, I fuck with West Side Gun as a businessman and as like a fashionista, whatever he be doing. But like, I just don't like his voice on tracks. But with Mac Homie, it worked real well. And Mac Homie may be the best one in Griselda. I'm just keeping it a bean. Yeah, that's a tough debate. Might actually have to, like, rank them. We could. Go listen to that. And maybe it's because we got Creole here in Louisiana that the the stuff he touching on just hit a little different for people like us who understand Haitian Creole shit because it's called Prayer for Haiti and he got a lot of shit in there with that. The raps are incredible. I'm t- that's one that you got to check out. And also for the West Side niggas, Community Service by YG and Mozzie. Ooh. Tough. That was a joint Tough. from the intro. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. That's the that, that's the uh, song Dangerous that, from that, that was album. Hard. That yep. was hard. Mozzie, look, Mozzie might be the best nigga out of the West for the past three years. Yeah. He, it was he, crazy, bro. He, he might have took it from Kendrick. I remember, bro, one of my dudes from the military, bro. When I first joined, it was like six, seven years ago. Um, he tried to put me on Mozzie, and I was just like, nah. He was like, bro, this dude next up, I'm telling you. But he like from the base, so I thought he was just on his little Cali shit, you know what on I mean? On his base, so I was like, yeah. man, 
fuck Mozzie. And Mozzie actually came up. And I was like, shit, he tried to put me on. I see. Mozzie like, and if O3 Greedo, nice. if O3 Greedo doesn't go to jail, Mozzie and Greedo, the biggest niggas out the West right now. Yeah. So that's crazy, niggas, man. Them niggas hard. And let me shout out Louisiana niggas because we got niggas that dropped. Uh, last week, like we had Caleb Brown on, go check out his project. I'm just throwing out all the niggas shit I'm jamming. Jay San just dropped a new project out of Louisiana. Shout out to my nigga Jay San out of Lafayette, Louisiana. Dropped one of the hardest project concept albums I heard in a long fucking time. You niggas, like, there's only a couple niggas that fuck with this nigga in Lafayette. You niggas need to step y'all game up out there. This, uh, this project that Jay San just dropped is incredible. Fucking incredible. Yeah. I never heard the project yet, bro, but I really fuck with dude. Like, In I like, doom. I like incredible. how he be doing. And you know what I'm like, the reason why, and I, I try to, I'm gonna try to say this without like offending nobody, but the majority of you niggas in Lafayette is not good. Trash! <laughs> you know Thank you. And Jay saying, like, he be bringing like some real artistry, bro. Like, you know, all the shit that I complain about with these little new rap. He doesn't. Like he does feeling, everything you don't like. Yeah, I mean, everything. Well, no, he does everything that you want niggas to do. Let me not say that you yeah. don't like. He does everything he, you yeah, want people to de- do. He definitely do that. And he his, do it well. So I, I fuck with him, man. Shout out to Jay Sand. That's a fact. Never heard uh, the project yet, but if y'all listening, definitely go check him out for sure. Check that out. It's never always about you on SoundCloud. I don't know if it's gonna be on streaming, but he's about to come on the pod. He'll tell us soon. He was in LA. My nigga was chilling, enjoying his album release. Shit was fire. So it's not it's not always about you, Jay Sand on SoundCloud. Also, let me shout out another nigga who is killing it in Lafayette. Uh, I know we always talk about Chrissa, but Fade Bully just dropped a banger. <laughs> Yo. Yes, sir. Fade just dropped a banger. Fade about to come on the podcast soon. I told him, I was like, yo, Fade, this shit is hard, man. It's called Hyperbolic Time Chambers on SoundCloud. That bossed up every day. Oh, yeah, the one you on every day, nigga. That shit is hard. Yeah. The one you produce real right is hard. Fucking the die feature in Lamont. Whole tape is hard. Whole tape is I hard. fuck with it, bro. And I, I, like he got a nice reception of that shit, man. Shit was, I was nice. Telling him the other day, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm like proud of that drop. Like everything went out smooth. It looked real official. It did. The music sound good. The fans I told him, I told him the same nice thing, Doom. I said, reaction, I just, man, like, I like everything about it. Everything. Yeah. What you just was saying. Yeah, and people, people watching, bro. So shout out to him and Chris, man. They doing big shit. Oh, like that. Chris already know it, it. It don't even need to be said, but he he dropped a couple songs too. Nick, let me just say this to everybody out here right now. The eyes are on Lafayette right now. That's all I got to say. Between Chrissa, Jason, niggas are looking at Lafayette. Niggas are looking at Baton Rouge. If all it takes is one of, one of these niggas between Caleb Brown, Chrissa, Jason, any of these niggas who is just killing it to just blow up, hit, hit one big one. One yeah. big one. And, and I, then the floodgates is open. I just really want somebody to blow that's not on that like not on the Kevin Gates young boy Louisiana, Fredo yeah. Bang not yeah. on that vibe yeah, we, that, and that's why I said the three that I got. said that's all we got is is those type niggas <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I feel like there's so much talent in Lafayette that's not that you know what I mean that's and there's fact. nothing wrong with that because I listen to Gates like Gates is probably the most played artist in my Spotify but oh, no, facts it's just we need we need something else out of Lafayette besides that. And there's so much talent, so much talent. So again, shout out Jason, shout out Fade, shout out Caleb Brown, shout out uh Chris. You niggas kill represent the boot very well right now. 
All right, next up we got, um, let's see. I don't really want to talk about B-Dot's list because that's the same thing with the Mount Rushmore conversation. Oh, I know what I want to ask you. How you feel about, we got to talk about it because we're podcasters. We, me and you both listen to podcasts. Rory and Maul headed to 35 Ventures with KD. Shout out to my nigga Bansky. Shout out to the OG Eddie Gonzalez. We work together. That's my guy. I, I fuck with him. That's my homie, the OG. He pulled the sneak move on Joe. <laughs> him, yeah, and KD, him and KD did the right thing. They swiped in. Got him. So now y'all got sports on lock with Boardroom. Now y'all about to open the music shit on Boardroom. The nigga's killing right now, man. I told him. I, t- hey. I told him right now. The Etcetera's podcast with KD and Bansky got to be the biggest sports podcast right now. And they trying to get the biggest music podcast with Rory and Maul. It's possible. Especially yeah, with man. KD Connections. Yeah. They getting a Drake interview. I'm telling you now, I dude. Joe so. gonna be sick. They Rory so. and Maul are getting the Drake interview. I think so, bro. I think it's, it's fucked up, bro, because I feel like <laughs> Joe tried. Like, I feel like he wasn't genuinely trying to do some crazy shit. And we talked so much. Well, at least I did. I ain't gonna say we, but I talk so much shit on Rory and Maul saying I, told- I don't think they gonna they not I gonna be able to do you. nothing on their own without Joe. And shit looking up, bro. Shit looking, they shit looking in up right and situation. stuck. They looking and better than Joe right now. Just the run into the show, like a lot of people want it. And I'm looking at it like, bro, I wanna hear it. Cause I'm not gonna lie, while I do think that uh Ish and Ice, they are better. At podcasting. For Joe's podcast is specifically too. Yeah. I think they they brought a perspective that is missing now. They do. You know what I mean? I, I like Ish and Ice more than Rory and Maul on that pod, but the perception of Ish and Ice is the issue on why Ish and Ice might not succeed. Because people love Rory and Maul, and then people who, let me not say matter, but tastemakers Love Rory and Maul. Like anytime Joe posts, there's six niggas under there with blue checks saying this nigga slimy. Anytime Elliot Wilson posts some Rory and Maul content, you got fucking the head of Rock Nation saying this is the most, this is the new and improved pod. So if the whole industry support this nigga, these two niggas, then like the perception of them is going to change to the public. Not saying that perception wasn't there to begin with, but they they up right now. I think it. I I don't think it was there though. Like I think probably the, not. The, the stuff that I thought was also like the majority vote. You know what I'm saying? Like I think everybody felt like ah, I don't think they gonna do. We not listening to a Rory and Maul podcast. Facts. But see, and then the more and more shit came. Like when they made the little response video and in, in the fucking um with Alex Media and shit. Like, I was like, yo, I just watched Rory and Maul talk for over an hour, and mm-hmm. I was interested. But it was drama. Granted, it was tied around a drama. I want to see how they put together shit without Same. Joe. Episode one's going to be crucial. What people not admitting is that once you, once you start podcasting, like, we podcast, so I understand how hard it is to, like, guide a conversation to where it don't sound forced or you know what I'm saying or stale mm-hmm. and then keep it entertaining for over an hour Joe was the good at that 
He was like the way he hosted with uh like state of the culture and fucking everyday struggle. Like that was a skill he developed over time. And I was like, I don't know if Rory Maul can do that that without him. And see, what what they need to do is when what I think I'm hoping Bansky does, because Bansky's a smart dude. The best thing about Rory Maul, and this is why I knew they would succeed. They have connections out the ass. They got connections out the ass. As as much as Joe brought the fans to the pod, which I give him credit for, and I give him credit for the reason why that pod is special, you can't take away from the fact that, oh, Rory got the Jim Jones interview. Oh, Maul got the Biggs interview. Oh, Rory knows Pusha T. Oh, Rory knows Wale. Like, yeah, these people may be cool with Joe, but they actually hang out with Rory in public. Yeah. And Maul, and that, too. That, that's something to say, you know what I'm saying, about And I think I think Joe know that. I think they just had their little misunderstanding and they couldn't come to... Oh, yeah, facts. You know, no, uh, in a gr- ground. And that, so, but to my point, I think Rory and Maul should do an interview show. It should be strictly interview show. It should be them and a guest every week or every however many times they yeah. do it. That would be that would be hard. I'm just curious to, to see your what point, it's going to be. Because to your point, I don't think they can do the let's talk about what's going on in the world every once a week for two hours. I don't think they can do that without Joe. But I do think yeah. they can do an hour interview show every other week or every time they feel like dropping. Yeah, I I think so. I'm just curious to see what it's going to be like, because I don't know. They didn't go into detail like they did. The no, they didn't. They just did a little skit. Video, yeah. And that was cool. It got niggas hype for what, what, what was coming. But I'm really curious to see what it's going to be, because if it's just a podcast, them talking like I always felt like even when they was on a Joe Button podcast, that they rarely had like direct interactions between each other. Like it was almost like they was talking through Joe. Like I just didn't feel like they they necessarily. It, I, I didn't know they were that cool. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't think so either. I think they just had a common enemy towards the end. And so then they just teamed they, up. Yeah, they they teamed up because they had a common enemy. But, but not that. But see, when you think about it, see, I was I was being nosy. So like I was being like I got on my nosy shit. Like so when Maul dropped the thing on IG, I just went scroll through his pictures just to see. He never posted Joe ever. Unless it was like a show pick where he had to, but it was never like about the pod or about Joe for two years. I thought that was so fucking strange. Like, but at the time, but when shit's happening, when you listen to it, I don't see it like that. I don't think there's no beef. But now seeing yeah. the beef, that was definitely beef that whole time. See, and that I makes think- sense because you said it, and I'm gonna I'm give you one of your points. Maul, at one point, you fucked with because he kept it honest and he would talk. But then at a, at one point it was, oh, I'm cool, I'm cool, and he was yeah. like, I, we don't need that too cool for school attitude. But that too cool for school attitude might have came from the beef. I think so. I think it was, especially toward the end for sure. Like them last maybe ten, fifteen episodes, you could was tell trash. Like, something with their dynamic was off. You know, they tried I mean? to hide it as best they could. Yeah, I just wish that they would have. Oh man, just looking back on that situation like crazy. That, podcast, that was an error, bro. That's a fact. That's like, a I, fact. I look at how long I listen to that podcast every week without missing a fucking episode. Like, 
That was an era of a podcast. I, I, dude, my, I have nothing to do now during the weeks because I don't the Joe podcast yeah, going to be hidden for me like that no more, man. It really don't. I like, still I, listen to it, but it's I not listen the same, to it, bro. but it's, it's definitely not the same. Like I and that's why I feel like shout out to everybody who fuck with us. We ain't letting y'all down. We coming week to week. I feel like there's a lane. I feel like it's open. It's open season right yeah. now for black pods. It for sure. There's a the, the king. The, the, the king is off the throne. LeBron has lost. Yeah, man. The, it's a it's a some, new best player in the hey, league. Some some years, bro. LeBron lose in the first round, and then that leave the conference open, bro. You know what it's, I'm saying? It's it's open might... right now because I don't think Brilliant Idiots is the is the one is the is the move. It, it's it's definitely not. I feel like whatever pocket Joe was in, that's not the same pocket. You know what I mean? Like it's it's something else open right now. Yeah, no, so I I'm, agree. I'm curious to see who's the next. Because when you think about it, like even though they kind of went away from being a music rap podcast, that's always like the anchor of the pod. It's Facts. around rap and brilliant idiots don't really touch on that at all. So no, they just talk about it's, it's, it's definitely a lane. Yeah, Facts. it's definitely a lane. And speaking of topics, I got ours for this week. So I'm going to tell you a story. My girlfriend said that we were going to be toxic and I said it's not toxic it's true because I, I run things by just to see if you know if I'm sounding sexist or not and she said oh you sound toxic but it's true dude woman privilege we got to acknowledge it like I'm coming on this show shout out to all our women listeners we rock with y'all we understand y'all got it hard but y'all do have woman privilege let me tell you a story so this girl I know I'm not gonna say her name she she posted on snapchat and uh she was posting she was talking about how f you drug dealers making niggas wait 30 to 50 minutes and then text me like, oh, I'm on my way. Then I wait another 30 minutes and you're not on your way. And then I hit up the next plug and this nigga say he got it. Then I go meet him and then he don't got it. Nigga, why you told me you got it? And basically the story ends with the first drug dealer apologizing to her and giving all her all her stuff for free. Now, I said, dude, that don't happen with me and you. Me and you got to wait five hours until that nigga ready to come meet us. woman." privilege that's a real yeah. thing she wanted to fuck like let's be honest this yeah. nigga wanted to fuck and that's why she got that shit for free woman privilege woman privilege and is a real that thing. happened that happens a lot bro Facts. you know what i'm saying and it even Facts. happened because you can you can say that it's is like they little shit that they like to use is that that shouldn't even be the case because the reason they get that type of privilege is because men is in the position that's what my girlfriend said like you know what i'm saying and it's like i don't agree with that because i feel like especially very attractive women they know other even other women give them privilege that's my thing they know like women know if you look if you are above a certain number on the one to ten scale you can get whatever the fuck you want yeah especially (laughs) if you know how to how to move about with it. certain and, situations. And, and this is not us I mean? downing them women. Get your bag, sis. That's our motto. Nah, yeah, Get your bag, queen. But I just got to say, women, women, women privilege is real. Like, I told my girl, I said, you could go post your ass right now on IG and you'll get more likes than me if we posted, oh, we got an interview with LeBron James. That's yeah. fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> it's really a crazy world. And what's wild is you absolutely right. That would get more likes than an interview with LeBron. Niggas would not give no fuck. Niggas would hate. (laughs) Facts. That's some crazy shit, bro. Like, 
They got girls that I know that I went to high school with that dumb as bricks. Them bitches got 15,000 followers on IG just for showing pictures in a bikini. And they, yeah, and they put entrepreneurs in their bio. Bitch, you showing ass and tits and getting endorsement deals. Is that an entrepreneur? Well, I guess so. Let me not. That's I hate. Mean, my, my, you know yeah, what my girlfriend man. said? My girlfriend said, you just don't. You just you just wish you had a vagina and, and a nice ass. I said, well, you know, I do wish I could show my body and get money. I do wish that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about wanting all that. But <laughs> no, yeah. I am. I am jealous of the privilege. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be hating. I, yeah, I'll I'm, 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 I'm definitely hating. I'm de- and then I hit her with because she was like, oh, that's some sexist shit you sling. And I was like, well, you know, black men got it rough like women, too. And she's like, why are we comparing black <laughs> men's <laughs> struggle versus women's struggle? And I was like, well, I mean, black women got it the worst out of all of us. But I think black men got it worse than, you know, other women of other races besides black women. Yeah, that's, sure. that's what a conversation went. I agree though. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I agree. Oh shit. Niggas can't get shit in the world. No, oh, bro. <laughs> a nigga got it hard, bro. <laughs> like oh, yeah. a nigga got it real hard. Who do who, who can a who can a, a black man go to tell his problems to nobody? Not a damn person. <laughs> Not even black women. <laughs> shit. You can My barely go to your mama. Exactly. exactly <laughs> That shit is crazy, bro. I'm gonna talk about having it hard. <laughs> oh shit! But I just had to make you laugh with uh with woman privilege. Thought that shit was fun. I thought that shit was funny. That girl got her whole order for free. For free. That's crazy, bro. I said I you wish. lucky. That would never happen for a man. Never. Nah, definitely not. You be lucky the nigga takes you back. <laughs> He just be stuck with no smoke, mad as hell. <laughs> oh shit, dude! But that's all I really got. Real quick before we get out of here, who you who you liking in the next round of the playoffs? Because we about to talk about that on Bros Who Ball, so I might as well get oh, your thoughts man. right now. I, I don't know. I feel, I, and I say this later. I feel like it's Kawhi's playoff to lose. I do like the Clippers, like roster wise. I think they the best left in the West. But can they beat Phoenix, bro? I think they can beat Phoenix, but they play Utah right now. Yeah, Phoenix got to get to the like Denver. If it, if it got to the Western Conference, I think they finals. see. I look at it as like they can guard y'all best two stars. Can you guard them? And I don't think Phoenix got nobody that can check them. Even though we saw him, somebody check LeBron, but like that's different because LeBron was kind of hurt. Kawhi about to Kawhi going to the rim, giving you the post up. Then you got to worry about PG. Like I just don't know if they got people that can check him. Those yeah. two dudes. Yeah, you got a point too, man, because not having AD was bigger than them Lakers fans thought. Exactly. And then I, you have Kennard coming on. It's like your shooter. Like, their role players are starting to step up too for the Clippers. I was impressed yeah. today to when they beat Luka and them. Yeah. And, bro, Luka, Luka needed some help because he was Porzingis going off, Porzingis a bro. bum. He was going off. I fuck with Luka, man. I ain't going to lie. I talked a lot of shit on Luka. I want to say it was on, on here. But I was just like, man, I don't like how the how the white people they get a a, a white player that's nice and then they just start MVP and a best be the real deal. But nah, bro, he Luca really got that shit, bro. All Luka he need is, is one really player. Nice. If I'm and if I'm Dallas, I'm calling Portland and trying to do anything to get the Dame Lillard trade to come to Dallas. Yeah, because he because he I, need I, help. I was, Porzingis ain't it. 
Yeah, man. I was hearing a lot of um a lot of people saying potentially no. They into New Orleans. I know we got if they look, do. Look, look, let me not let me not hype us up, but I'm gonna say this, and I say this later. What can Dallas offer? What can 76ers offer? What can the Lakers offer that the Pelicans cannot? Not a damn thing. Yeah, we nothing. got better talent and better picks. Yeah, I think we as far as like trade assets. Unless Philly's about to offer Ben teams. Simmons, unless Philly's offering Ben Simmons, then there's no package that they can put that's better than us. Unless OKC's offering offering Shea Gilgis Alexander, there's no package they can offer better than us. Unless Denver's trading Jamal Murray or Porter, there's like for those teams to outbeat us, they got to trade one of their top stars. Yeah, and what's crazy, bro, is like even the OKC shit. I don't know if if Shane trying be to be so much better than anything that we could offer. That's what you know I'm what saying. I mean? That's why I, 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 honestly, I think we bro, over. I think, the, I think we got a better package than the Thunder. Yeah, I think like somebody on on our roster like Nikhil. If we was to trade Nikhil, that's high value. Like if oh, he yeah. was in Shea's spot where he was the number one dude on the team, and there was nobody else that could get a bucket. Norka average 25. On I believe so. Like that. Uh, and then I think Lonzo is up for the trade too, signing trade. Yeah. So I yeah, they definitely gonna be shopping though. I don't know whatever they told him. He was talking on the end of the season, like <laughs> he just was coming back. But I ain't gonna lie, they gotta bring him back. I know we ain't trying to do the sports thing, but they gotta bring him back because the stars want him back. No, that's a like, fact. Unless Lonzo said the only way I mean, you don't Zion. Unless Zion and B.I. realize you could get a Bradley Beal, a Zach Levine, a, a, a Dame Lillard. I, I said this on the radio a bunch, and I don't care that we're talking sports right now because, like, it's, it's going to transition to it anyway. Um, the only way that they're happy with it is if you get someone better than Zoe. You cannot get someone less than Zoe. You cannot sign Kyle Lowry and they be happy with it. You cannot, like, you, you cannot sign fucking... Cameron Payne and think that's okay. Like you can't trade away Zoe for a bag of chips and Zion and B.I. be happy with it. It has to be someone like a Zach Levine, like a Bradley Beal, like a Dame Lillard. It can't be no Joe Blow off the street. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I think they definitely doing that. Like if they package fucking Steven Adams and Bled and because that would be an amazing offseason. I'm coining it. Two niggas and bring in somebody like that's what I'm saying. Like, look at nice. look at Atlanta. Atlanta, I've been saying this for two weeks now, ever since I saw Atlanta do what they did in the first round. Atlanta was shit the year before this year. Dog shit. Asshole. People saying Trey Young can't win. You put the right coach around them and you have the right offseason. Atlanta acquired Capella, Bogdanovich, Lou Will, Danilo Gallinari. You don't think that fucking team's gonna be better? Like, yeah. You don't like better. They they the young pieces they had, John Collins, Herder, DeAndre Hunter, and Trey. Let's look at the Pelicans if you want to look at the young pieces. B.I. Zoe, Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander Walker. And you could even say Kyra. That seems very hawkish to me if you put four to five guys around who are the right four to five guys around that five. And really just the four four or five that can fucking shoot. That yeah, that that's can play. It, bro, because no, everybody else, like we bro, we got a good team. We like, do. I looked at our team just over the course of we're last better year, than like the when, we're better than the Grizzlies. Yeah, we are be- sure. like we're better than I think we were better than the Trailblazers this year. And I know niggas gonna say you smoke and crack, but that's the truth. Like Bro, nah, yeah, Tyler the Trailblazers is better. We just don't have a Dame. We don't. That's the thing. That's and we waiting on one of our guys to step up. 
whether it's Zion or B.I., but I think if we could get someone and see Atlanta didn't have a B.I., that's the thing that helps us. Atlanta had to go get their Bogdanovich. But if we could go see, we have our Bogdanovich and our Trey Young. We're missing the Danilo Gallinari, DeAndre Hunter third option. That's what we and then yeah. we missing the depth with like the John Collins, the Lou Will, the Capella. Like they have multiple things. So if we could put the right thing around our Bogdanovich and Trey Young, then it's over for niggas. We need shooters. Like you said, we need shooters, man. A lot of them. That's a fact. So you still ain't answer who you got coming out the out the out the playoffs right now, man. Oh shit. Who so, you favoring? I'm a, I'm gonna go Clippers out the West just because I think it's they they've been playing good. I don't know. I hope they do it. And then in the East, it got to be the Nets. Like, yeah. as much as I hate to say it, it just got to be the Nets. And like, even without James see. Harden, them niggas was kicking ass. Blake Griffin pulled the biggest magic act on the NBA, convincing the Pistons he was trash. Yeah. Blake Griffin ate, ate on the Bucks. I'd be pissed if I was a Pistons fan. He, he convinced everybody else he was trash, too, because I seen they had niggas coming up on the bets. There was some bet out there that... um. Blake Griffin would score more than 15 with a Nets win. And niggas was cashing out, bro. So somebody won like 12 grand off that. Bitch. And we close to him. Louisiana just pat. We basically there. Next football. I'm going to be in. I'm going to be a part of the fan duel community. It's coming. Yeah, man. I'm excited, but it's a lot of money to lose, bro. No, that's a fact. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know the days when you be sick. I get the snaps. Yo. But that's all we got this week, Doom. Tell the people they can follow you at on social media. Hello, Doom, SJE, man. Instagram and Twitter. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Doom. Check out all the stuff he's been dropping recently, whether it's on the fade tape or whatever that may be. Y'all go follow him and check out all his music out there. This episode of the Bros Who Think podcast was brought to you by the law offices of Lucretia Picante. If you need a lawyer, if you have not been paying your child support. Yo, if you got baby mama drama, whatever it may be, she can help you. You've been injured in a car accident? Call Lucretia. You got your, your baby mama not showing you your kids on the weekend? Call Lucretia. Whatever it may be, you need a divorce from your wife? Call Lucretia. Look, you can find the law office of Lucretia Picante at 124 West Washington Street, New Iberia, Louisiana, 70560. Or you can call the number 337-374-1202. Again, any of your marital dispute issues, child support needs, baby mama drama, call Lucretia. Time to get into the segment where we talk sports. As always, bros who ball join me. As always, Mr. Adam Schubert. Justin can't join us this week. He's coaching in AU right now. I see you, Justin, hanging out with Akeem Olajuwon. I see you out here. But how are you doing this week, Shuby? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I am in the midst of trying to find my Titans tickets. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, speaking of, before we get to basketball, breaking news, Julio Jones traded to the Titans. Is this a good move? I feel like this is a lateral move. I don't feel like this is a Super Bowl move, at least for Julio. Uh, I think it's a, definitely a, bet, a good move for Julio. Okay, so you, you think crazy? the Titans are going to win? Well, I mean, he was on the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, now he's, like, gonna go to the, now he's going to go to the playoffs. And so, like, if you're the Titans, okay, so you lost... You're, you lost your second receiver. It was what Corey Davis, mm-hmm. and you got Julio Jones. That's a win. That's a, yeah, no, so it's like, a win for them. But does like, does this make them better than the Chiefs? Does this make them better than the Bills? 
I don't think so. You know, that, that before the Julio trade, they were wondering if they were better than the Colts and if they were better than the Jags. So at this point, I feel like they kind of cemented that position. You know, as long as Carson Wentz doesn't, you know, become the MVP Carson Wentz, like they, they should wrap up that division pretty nicely. See, I'm thinking like I'm uh, maybe because I'm still big on the Colts. Colts got good defense, good offensive line. It's up to Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz can return to form, then I don't know about Julio and the Titans. Well, it's like it's, it's up like, to okay, Tannehill because so so he said he wanted to... someone who could throw a deep ball. Can Tannehill like is Tannehill that guy? Yeah, oh, I guess. I guess. I mean, so you know, play. You're playing the Titans. You want to double Julio? All right, fine. AJ Brown. True. <laughs> True. Like... And, and you gotta load the box because if not, Derrick Henry's gonna run. All right. I mean, they, they they're they're hard now. I mean, it's good. They better hope teams. that uh, which call it pays off. That cornerback they drafted, uh, what's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on him right now. The dude that got hurt, Caleb Farley, to like oh, solidify yeah. that defense because that offense can be great, but that defense was shaky last year. That's why you got rid of Jadavion Clowney. You went back to some youth, so it's like and Dory Jackson too. Yep. So hopefully, like that defense comes around. They're they're going to be relying on a lot of these draft picks. Yeah, I mean, you know, at, at this point, I feel like they stand up with the rest of the AFC. I mean, it's just whether or not they could stop the Bills and the Chiefs. I just don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they could. Yeah, I just don't know who they could stop at this point. So that that's my biggest thing with it. But I do, but you you have convinced me good to, good for Julio. But I thought it was a lateral move, but this is good. He'll be in the playoffs, whereas the Falcons, they've been in obscurity when they shouldn't have been. Ever since but like I said, all, all I know is as of this morning, I am definitely looking for uh, Saints-Titans tickets when they play November 14th. That's going to be a good game. That Nashville. Will be, that will definitely I, be a good game. Yeah, I, I want to be there. So, all right, let's jump to the NBA Series have been concluded. Players are hurt. Things are going down. Let's start off with, I guess let's start off with the people who lost. And then we'll go to the people who won. So Lakers are out. Trailblazers are out. Celtics are out. Grizzlies are out. Knicks are out. Wizards are out. Mavericks are out. Mavericks are out. I don't have too much to say about the Grizzlies. Like, young doesn't matter. They they still need to grow. Same with the Wizards, really. Wizards. I mean, the only well, the Wizards are just they're not they're never gonna get any better than they are. So I don't I mean, see it. They're gonna end up having good. to get rid of their that those stars. Yeah. So they're gonna have to re, you know, blow it up and rebuild. So any comments on the Knicks? I'll say I'll leave that to you. I won't make fun of you like I made fun of Knicks fans on the radio because you're not an obnoxious Knicks fan. What 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 hopes do you have this offseason? So y'all can make a deeper playoff run. In my opinion, y'all need another superstar. I mean, you know, kind of piggies, piggyback offs the whole Celtics thing. At this point, the Nets are the only team in your division that's going to give you any problems. So, you know, you you have Julius Randle. A lot of the youth is going to progress. You know, we, we saw some really good minutes out of R.J. Barrett. You know, quickly is a solid bench player that needs to be a bench player and not be someone that's flirt starting. Uh, Derek Rose is a good veteran at the moment, but you're going to have to swap him out with someone who is good at this in this era. Hopefully, quickly. Oh well, no, no, not quickly. I mean, quickly is never going to be d- what Derek Rose is. You don't think he'd be happen. the starting point? Uh, no, I mean, that's where I think, like, 
you know, early in the week when they were saying the Lillard, Lillard trade rumors, like that would be something that they would have to go do. Like it's not something that's going to happen. But you need, let me tell you what you need. You need the Clippers to destroy the Jazz in this series. So Donovan Mitchell's like, fuck Utah. I've had enough. I'm going to Leon Rose in World Wide West and going playing the Big Apple. Yeah, that would be great. Um, they need somebody to to make that jump if they if it was a trade. But I think what New York can hang their hat on now is that you were the fourth seed in the in the playoffs. All the other teams that aren't Brooklyn are blowing up around you. You seem pretty solid. You got a good young group that can at least contend and be what you are this season and makes you way more desirable to reagents when it comes down when when those in the next few years. Cause I mean, you know, I don't know how strong the free agent class is this year, but maybe next year. Uh so but I think like at least you've put yourself in the position that maybe the Celtics ran a few years back when they were flirting with Eastern conference finals and making Eastern conference finals. Like y'all did all of that on effort. Y'all really did all of that on effort and defense, which y'all did this year. So like, you know, if, if you get a star, you can move up. Hopefully RJ Barrett develops to help you out. Like, I mean, you know, a lot of people would disagree because they're saying that we're crazy, but you know, as many Knicks fans will tell you, and it feels like we're back. You know, it feels like we're a team that's in. in I'd say y'all are back. I'm not gonna say in contention. I'm gonna say y'all are a playoff team. Contention for us is at least making the playoffs because we've never even had the the thought that we would even be. Well, say you're a say you are a playoff team. Don't say you're in contention. Contention puts you with Clippers, Nets, Bucks. Y'all not with them yet. I'm gonna give Atlanta contention. That's (laughs) fair. We'll get to Atlanta in a second, but. Y'all, y'all are a playoff team. I'll give y'all that. So shout out to the Knicks. Lakers, Mr. Glass failed them. See, I couldn't get Vogel on the radio. What did uh what did I, Barkley call him? Street clothes. Street clothes, street clothes. I people love that. are like, people are loving street clothes. I'm still, I'm still with our nickname, Mr. Glass. Not doing too hot. That's all, folks. Lakers went home. I wasn't happy for LeBron leaving because I felt for him because I know the fans gonna give it to him this offseason. But I did, a part of me was like, hey, Anthony. <laughs> Not that he well, got hurt, just that, you know, they lost. They're out. Cancun. Well, see I, love that, um, I love that picture that was tweeted out on think ESPN where the Lakers were like, yeah, we need to upgrade our talent. And then all the people that they said were washed up or whatever are still in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. You know, JaVale, Dwight Howard, Rondo, uh, Danny Green. Those were key pieces to that championship team that they just let go. And they said, oh, we're just going to upgrade. Well, what'd you upgrade? Didn't Schroeder, seem like. Kyle Kuzma, Caruso, trash. Mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell. My favorite meme right now is the Shaq guessing that Aaron Brooks is in a Chinese league, but they subbed Aaron Brooks's face with Kyle Kuzma. And Shaq's like, ni hao! Ni hao next year! <laughs> that shit kills me! <laughs> shit oh my gosh. Kills me! I'm gonna put that in here. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna put that video in here for y'all to watch. Uh, but that's for YouTube people. Sorry, SoundCloud people. Y'all get intro music, they get clips just the way it is. But that shit kills me. Kyle Kuzma looked horrible. Just the Le- LeBron can't yeah, do it no bad. more. With the, it's just, he's not, he's not LeBron of old. He can't carry these scrubs. They need another star. Dame said, LeBron, get him on the line. 
Damon in L.A. would be great because when LeBron transitions, which he's transitioning now, Anthony Davis isn't the best number one option. Dame's the number one option. Well, I feel like it's great now in this situation because people are finally realizing the what Anthony Davis is, man. I mean, like, this is what he is. You can't depend on him. People are starting to see everything the Pelicans complained about for years. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, now y'all want to say this. Are y'all going to take back all that shit y'all said about the Pelicans when Anthony, oh, the Pelicans didn't do enough for Anthony, which they didn't. But he didn't hold up his end either. It's not like Luca out here dropping 40 in the playoffs. And you can clearly playing tell every game. You can clearly tell Porzingis is the issue playing hurt. Hmm. So let's jump to them because the Lakers, well, we got more time to talk to Lakers. I feel so bad for Luca. I feel so bad for him. Schubert, you were right. You called it right when y'all traded Porzingis. You said he's not the same. Called him a bum. He played like a bum. When Boban Marjanovic outplays you, it's an issue. When Tim Hardaway that, Jr. Well, outplays and you, and that's saying something issue. Like as, as big as Boban Marjanovic is, I watched that game today and he was getting bodied. He, he was, was getting bodied. He was. So it's just like, if you're that big and how are you getting bodied by these smaller players? But it was just so ridiculous because like Luca would drive and then, you know, Boban come get the rebound. Nope. I'm like Kristaps like, should not have 16 points while Boban has 14 and Dorian Finney-Smith has 18. Like, and Luca has 46. This is embarrassing. Like 46, 14 and seven. And the next highest point total is Dorian Finney-Smith with 18. Tim Hardaway Jr. could only barely get 11, but I'm gonna give him some slack because he played better in other games. But Kristaps with 16? Mark Cuban, you need to call up for Dame too. <laughs> like Dame, Dame, a lot of teams could use Dame. The Knicks, the Lakers, the Pellies, the Mavericks. <laughs> if I'm the Mavericks, I'm making a call. I mean, Try everybody get- could use Dame. <laughs> if we're being real, I mean, he's a top ten player. Only person who couldn't is the is the Nets. I mean, he almost willed his team past the first round. He did, and Terry Stotts fired. It's over with. Is Dame going? Uh, this is all I'm asking. Is Dame in Portland next year? I don't know because, like, he, what he was he was trying to talk about who he wanted to be the coach or Jason he wanted Kidd. to promote. No, he's, he's no. He said he, say he wanted, wanted Jason Kidd. He said he wanted because that's cause what that Chris Haynes reported. Me. Chris Haynes reported that as much as he loved David Vander thing, da- David Vanderhool. Let me not say thing. Sorry, man. Um, as much as he loved him, his choice was Jason Kidd, but Jason Kidd dropped out of the coaching race today. Yeah, because of what Dame said. What Dame said? He said something today? Well, he said that he dropped out because of what Dame said. That's what I, That was the report I saw. Hold on, hold on. Was that, like, on. because of the endorsement that he hold dropped on. out? Let's see. Let's He's see. like, I didn't want to be a part of that. Jason like Kidd redrawn his name from consideration from head could tells Portland's a first class organization, but have decided not to be one of them. Okay. He said he didn't want to be one of them. Let's see why. Cause I don't think it's because of what Dame said. Kid was uncomfortable. Or maybe it was, after- or maybe. No. Okay. So, okay. Kid was ultimately uncomfortable with the idea of pursuing an opening after Damian Lillard publicly called for his hiring within hours of Stott's departure. Yahoo Sports said that that Dame said, Jason Kidd is the guy I want. Left Kidd feeling would put both Lillard's and Portland's process in an awkward circumstance should he pursue the opening. 
he didn't want to put Dame in a bad situation to where if they didn't get him, he'd be upset. But I mean, that's going to happen. Well, I mean, that's now. already going to happen. I mean, and, and, and how do we know this isn't collusion? Like, I'm going to post the conspiracy theory of this is collusion. Jason Kidd knows LeBron wants Dame. Jason Kidd knows He's Frank Vogel could be out of here. He's already on the Lakers. I'm going to withdraw my name. I'm going to stay with the Lakers. Dame, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's what, that's that collusion. What it sounds like, right? Is that not collusion? Or is that just a really good conspiracy theory? I mean, I think it's a pretty good conspiracy theory. I mean, he said that he wants to be coached by Jason Kidd, and Jason Kidd is going to stay on the Lakers. <laughs> Why wouldn't he go to the Lakers? But I mean, like, at this and point, then he's, he's texting not... LeBron, posting it on IG, saying, Bron, make the move. But he's not what? a free agent, though. He's not a free agent. He's under contract. I just don't see poor. I just don't know like what that situation is. Cause are we just going to say that everybody, even if you're on the team is just like, Hey, I want to get traded to trade the Lakers. Me? Trade like, me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like what can the Lakers well, like, give it, Portland? It, it goes back to the whole JJ Redick thing where JJ Redick's like, Oh, trade me to, to the Nets. No, no, that's not how this works. You're going to the Mavericks. Like, <laughs> now you're at home. Go hang out with your kids now, J- uh, JJ. And, and like on the flip side, you'd be like, well, the Pelicans did that with the Lakers. Be like, well, Pelicans got a, a really good offer. <laughs> and we had no other options. Like the Celtics wouldn't trade with us. If the Celtics would have traded with us, we would have did it. Like we wanted Tatum. They wouldn't give us that. So it's like, I don't know what the Lakers can actually offer for Dame. I really don't know. That's why I told you the Pelicans have the best shot. We got the, we got the stuff. We got the goods. You want Lonzo Ball? Eric Bledsoe? Some picks? All the picks? Come on through. Yeah. Come on through. Yeah. I mean, you know, based upon what you're saying, the Pelicans could offer, I think the Mavericks could put it together just as good. I I agree with that. It wouldn't be as pick friendly. It'd be better players probably. Yeah, well, they could probably give them like Tim Hardaway. And Porzingis. Porzingis, yeah. I mean, Porzingis, Tim Hardaway, and some picks. Yeah. Or, or, Or if you keep Tim Hardaway, Brunson, Porzingis, and some picks. Yeah, something like that. I mean, Portland shot themselves in the foot, like we said a million times in this podcast, when they traded Gary Trent. So, like, once they did that, they pretty much doomed themselves to failure. Failure. And if you're Damian Lillard, you're, if you stay in Portland, you're never going to win a championship. Not never, ever. 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 Now, now, they did fire Terry Stotts, and maybe that was the good move. But I now, if I'm the Magic... Calling that dude up. Yeah, I'm definitely I mean, calling up Terry Stotts. Seriously. If I'm the Pelicans, I'm thinking about calling Terry Stotts. Like, right? That, like, that's in the back of my mind. I mean, Terry thinking, Stotts is a good coach. I'm thinking of calling Terry Stotts. I'm thinking of calling Vander Hoolen, David Vander I'm thinking of calling all of these people because I don't know if Stan's the guy. Granted, I've been pro Stan on this show, but if Terry Stotts want to come to New Orleans, I'll take it. That's a winning coach. Him and Rick Carlisle have taken small market teams and have been playoff contenders shit for a while now. Rick Carlisle did it with Dirk and is now doing it with Luka, and Terry did it for 10 years with Dame and a little bit with LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I mean, the what ultimately ended up put, putting the nail in the coffin for Portland, besides the Gary Trent thing, is that C.J. McCollum just never panned out to be Trash as, as, second he, he option. as good as he advertises himself. That's a fact. Better media personality than Hooper. He is a third option at best. He's not a true second option. And Nurkic isn't a true third option. Nurkic is just a quality starter. Like I yeah, think, he's just a quality player, yeah. I think that's the good issue defense. with Portland. Portland's issue was... 
Dame was their second option. Nurkic was their third option. Nurkic plays good defense, but it's kind of a liability on offense. And CJ is decent on offense. All-star level offense, horrible defender. It makes sense why Denver got rid of Nurkic. They were like, "Mm, we got Jokic. Sorry, Nurkic. Peace out. So, yeah, well, I mean, like, Nurkic deserved more time on the floor than being Jokic's backup. I mean, like, you know, I've, we were talking about when Steven Adams came to the Pelicans, I see how great Steven Adams was as a center at this point. I feel like Nurkic is better than him. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm, I'm on Nurkic over Steven Adams at this point in, in both of those gentlemen's career. I'm with you on that. So that's Lakers. But yeah, the, the damn thing the damn thing's going to be interesting. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. You know, Portland, they're out. So, yep. So that's Portland. We, I think we talked all losers. Pretty sure we um, talked all losers. We talked Mavericks. We, talked, uh, we, we didn't talk the Celtics. Mm. And we didn't talk about the news with the Celtics either. That, oh, yeah. Um, Brad Stevens went from coach to GM. Bad move. I, I don't I like think, that. I think that goes that attributes to what I've been saying on the podcast is that they knew that Brad Stevens was done at being coach. I mean, that's he, a good point. He, and like they were like, well, you know, he's good in the building. We trust him. Let's just promote him. What proves that this man could be a GM? That's all I want. Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> like, dude was a coach at Butler and then coached the Celtics, made one Eastern Conference Finals, and then laid a bunch of eggs and is now the head of basketball operations and is picking the successor? Huh? Do I trust, like, if I'm Jason Kidd, I don't want to go there. I'm being honest. Well, <laughs> if I'm any coach, I don't want to go there. Terry Stotts, I mean... You think you think Terry's gonna go there? I would not go there. I mean, like, think about your your open coaching options right now are Celtics and the Magic. Those are the two open ones right now. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Jason Tatum or Markel or uh, Fultz or whatever? Yeah, that's true. That is true. But it's just like I don't like the situation. Brad Stevens, trash. But you're right. Brad Stevens was out of coaching, been out. Yeah, I mean, like, that's one of those things where Celtics are just, they're just a garbage organization. <laughs> They've been a garbage organization uh, ever since 2009. Yeah, ever since they lost the big three. That's a fact. Like, <laughs> and, and, and they were a garbage organization before KG got there. Mm. They're just, they're just trash. I mean, you know, there's nothing good about them. They're, the fan base is awful. Nobody wants to play there. It's it's you were landing on Boston right now. <laughs> well, I mean, they're just they're just awful. Their their colors are awful, their logo's awful, they have bad fans. Laying it on Lucky? Lucky the have, leprechaun getting some smoke. They're in a decrepit arena, you know. TD TD uh TD Bank, not that bad. Oh, it's not the garden. It's not the garden, but not a lot of places are. But I, I think the the team that could have the biggest offseason could be the Mavericks, and hopefully they do because they need an Atlanta Hawks-like offseason. There's a couple teams that need an Atlanta Hawks-like offseason. But all I'm saying about the Celtics is that we you mentioned, we were talking about Dame. Dame ain't trying to get traded to the Celtics. Fuck no. Fuck ain't nobody no. trying to get traded to the Celtics. No way. And that's why I think Jason's going to end up leaving. So unless he can convince Bradley to come to the Celtics. I see that. I see that is like Jason's done there, but Bradley be only going Celtics. Why would he go to Celtics? I don't. I mean, play with Jason. That's the only thing. The fan, the fan base wouldn't like him. 
Maybe we're not going to go into those reasons. They might. I mean, they like Jason and they like Jalen. Do they? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think if I think if Jason Tatum uh, had a 15 point game in the playoffs, they they'd be throwing stuff at him, too. Ooh, Shuby coming with the heat to the Celtics. I love it. It's a bad I, fan base. And Kyrie, Kyrie, if people listen, listen to Kyrie Irving on this. I mean, he's right. I mean, they are bad. They're bad people. And Danny Ainge was never was never gonna, you know, he he needed to go. That was his yeah, time. It was definitely his time. All right, let's get to the series. Let's start talking these series. Let's start with Bucks Nets. Great game. KD and Kyrie did it. Joe Harris stepped up. Blake Griffin stepped up. Both of those gentlemen are gonna have to step up if James Harden is injured for this whole series. Mm. But the series, the series done. Who you got? Nets. Yeah, I mean, if, if even with the Harden injury, you're 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 still solidified. Man, he was out that whole game. He was, and they whooped they the whole fucking game. whooped their fucking ass. Even though I will say this, the Bucks could have got points in the paint whenever they wanted. I don't know why they started shooting threes. Don't know why. Have no idea. They could have kept going inside, pounding and pounding, getting and ones. Don't know why they didn't stay doing that. But maybe it's because people like Kyrie, Katie, and Joe Harris kept knocking down threes. And Blake Griffin, Ian, shout out to you, Ian. Blake Griffin holds jaw. He bamboozled y'all. He Houdini jaw. He said, I'm trash to get the fuck up out of there and saved all of his superpowers for the playoffs. Blake Griffin looked amazing. I was shocked. Yeah, I mean, this is this series done. The Nets are in the finals. I mean, Jeez. it's done. I, I mean, no me, Giannis respect. I mean, you're telling me the best player on their team is going to get hurt in the first minute. <laughs> he did, and then they're and then they're going to win the game anyway. <laughs> they did. They didn't miss a step. <laughs> like. <laughs> It's done. It's serious, oh, I was watching that game. I'm watching it and I'm like, yo, okay. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why has everybody been like, they need Harden to win? And I'm just thinking, what's the difference between AD and LeBron last year and KD and Kyrie this year? I like Joe Harris more than I like pick the best role player on LA last year. I like Blake Griffin, then pick the second best role player on LA. I think Mike James plays hard. I think Bruce Brown plays hard. And I think Nick Claxton is a solid defender. And you throw in Landry Shamit as their three-pointer. That team's pretty good. Like, if James is there, they don't lose. Like, if James Harden is healthy at any point in time for the rest of his playoffs, it's over with. If I was them, I, I wouldn't play him. I would just wait. You just save him for the finals? I'd, I'd wait until you lose. Mm, good point. I would too. That's exactly what I'd do. I'd wait till I was losing and then be like, James, you ready? Unlike Embiid, who I'm shocked played today. I turned on that game and I was like, wait, Embiid is playing? <laughs> what is going on right now? It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. Ice trade a gang. Ice trade a gang. They almost fumbled the bag at the end. They ended up winning 128-124. Yeah, Sixers had a killer fourth quarter. They did. The Sixers scored 41 points to 29 compared to the uh, Atlanta Hawks is 42 to 27. That's really what did, did the game. Honestly, that was really the difference in the game. Those two different quarters. Look, I mean, Embiid is a liability on defense. He can't move his, his menis- That's the result of the meniscus tear. He can get you well, 39 points, but he cannot move on off on defense. Cause there's no way you're telling me a healthy Embiid did not get that. Th- there was the pass at the end of the game that um, hurt her through. 
that bounced and Collins got, which led to the um, clear path foul. But Embiid was just so slow and then dove for it. He couldn't move. I was just like, bro, you're, you're, you are really tr- chancing this meniscus right now. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know if he's going to carry. I think, yeah, I think the Sixers are done, but I just don't know if they're done in this series. That's the thing. Like, I think they can act like Trey Young and, and Bogdan have to play like they've been playing right now. If not, Embiid can do it on the offensive end. He can do it. And Ben Simmons, to me, Tobias Harris, and Seth Curry, Thibault, and Danny Green are playing good enough defense to cover up for Embiid's lack of mobility. To me, the Hawks feel like the Lowry, DeRozan, Raptors during mm. LeBron's Cavs years. Mm. Like, See, I, I feel gonna, like I was going to say they feel like Steph Curry and Clay before Steph Curry and Clay went on that run. Well, I'm just saying, like, thinking of in terms of the East, like, I don't think they're going to make the finals. No, but, but I can see them I, making the conference finals. But I see them making the conference finals. Same. And, you know, so, like, I think they can win this series. You know, getting the first game in Philly is pretty big. Like, pretty I think big. May, even if they drop the next one, I think they had a chance of winning their two at home. So, I don't know. I mean, I think that the Hawks are in good position now to win that series. And I think they could take a game in the conference finals. I do too. But that's it. So I got, I got Nets winning in six. What do you have next? Nets beating the Bucks in. I got it in four. six. Ooh, you got it in four. It's Shoot. done, bro. The disrespect to the Bucks. The Bucks will get a game, bro. It's going six. All right. I got Hawks winning in seven. No, I got Hawks in six. Ooh, the disrespect of Philly should be. Well, I mean, like, Embiid, I don't know if he's going to make it to game five. That's true. That is a good point. I'm assuming Embiid can still do this. So that is a great point. All right, let's jump to the West. Nuggets and Suns, great series. I just don't know if the Nuggets have enough to beat the Suns. I don't know if Michael Porter Jr. and Jokic can beat Chris Paul, Aiton, and Booker. I just don't see it. And I got sons and six. If Murray was there, I think Nuggets could win. Oh, if Murray was there, I think Nuggets could go to the finals and win. That's yeah. how confident I'd be in the Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets are a weird team where, like, I feel like just because of the Murray injury, it hindered them. But, like, next year, if they come back full strength and they can stay full strength in the playoffs, they might go to the finals. They might win. <laughs> they I are mean, a good like, enough team. They have depth, they have stars, and they have youth. Like, they still haven't even unlocked Bull Bull. Like, what, what happens when they start playing him? Like, there's talent on that in that Nuggets organization. Where did Composo come out of? Why are we drafting these bums on the Pelicans, but I can't get Composo? This 32-year-old Argentinian Manu Ginobili that just pops up out of nowhere and is just dominating for the Nuggets. Like, what is going on? Yeah, I think this is going to be a really entertaining series. I oh, it's going to be great. Might go six or seven. Like, you know, the Nuggets, we'll see... We'll see more after they play the first couple of games, whether we're going to get out of the Nuggets. But and like, we're going to see how real Devin Booker is as a superstar. Like, he has to win this to continue his trajectory. Sure, yeah. Because I mean, there's no pretty, reason why he shouldn't win this. I mean, he like that game six with the Lakers, I mean, that was all him. That was big, yeah, and Aiton didn't help him. Chris Paul did a little bit, but it was him, 100%. You know he, you know he drove the Denzel Washington car from training day to the Lakers arena? <laughs> 
I mean, that's legendary Schubert. He drove the training day vehicle windows down, playing the training day music and fans caught it. I was just like, yo, this is ill. This is ill. He came to Alonzo, y'all. He came to King Kong, you LeBron. King Kong ain't got shit on book. Did you also see that video of that uh, that dude who was walking on the street inside Chris Paul? Uh-uh, wait, Walking wait, on the street. Oh, he, he saw was Chris like, Paul walking? This is Chris Paul. He's like, oh my gosh, dude, this is the guy. Like, I told y'all, like, it's a pretty funny video. He's just like, and Chris Paul's like, what's up? How old are you, man? He's like, 21. He's like, good looking out. <laughs> good for Monty Williams and Chris, though. I'm happy for them. They got past the Lakers, which was their hurdle in New Orleans. So they should be able to make the, the finals. finals they, sh- I- I'm with you. I think they... Well, let me not say they should because there's a team in the next series that I think yeah. will make it to the finals, but I would love to see the Suns in it. And that team is not the Jazz. There's a bunch of media that wants the Jazz to win. The Jazz are about to get smoked. If the Clippers play like the Clippers played today and then the last game and the game before, they could beat the Nets. They could beat the Nets. I, I stand on that. And, and, and a Nets without James Harden. Let me preface that. Well, because. I mean, I guess it's not too silent because people are talking about it, but Kawhi is silently the best player in the playoffs right now. I saw that today. Today today solidified that for me. Luka couldn't do shit in the second half. Not a thing. Granted, might have been fatigue, might have been exhaustion. He had 28 points in the first half, but Kawhi did lock in, turned into the Terminator, and said it's over. And I just don't see no one on Utah stopping him. No one, not no, Donovan no Mitchell, not Joe but he, but Ingles. He's gonna stop Donovan Mitchell. Him and Paul George. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And who who's gonna help uh old Donovan Mitchell when when he gets in trouble with Kawhi and Paul? Is it gonna be Bojan? Is it gonna be Joe Ingles? Mike Conley's bitch ass. I just don't see that happening. I got Clippers and. I want to say five. I want to say five, but they're fucking idiots. They're idiots and like to play down to their competition. I want to say five, but I'm going to go with six just to be safe. But you go with five because that's really my true opinion. Yeah, they'll get, they'll get a day to they'll get a day of rest. So Jazz have been waiting for a while. Rest versus Russ. I mean, you know, they, they're hitting on all cylinders. They, they might think, just come out and the jazz, bust the Jazz's ass. I think, I think the Jazz win the coaching battle. Ty Lue's yeah, a good I mean, coach, though. Ty Lue proved that to me this series. Because they were done. If that was the team last year, they lose. Ty Lue, right. Ty Lue made adjustments. He did. And closed out a game seven where they weren't winning at home. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the Clippers definitely are a team that should contend and get to the finals. But they at this should. Point, like, I tweeted this today. I was like, there's no reason why they should not make the finals. There's no team in the West that is as good as them. Talent-wise, on paper. Yeah, on paper, and I mean, there's really no team that matches up very well with them when it comes to like having to guard Kawhi and Paul George. None. It's going to come down to to Paul George's playoff performance because I mean that's what we've seen in years past. Like if he and they almost lost that game today because of him too, making dumb turnovers, missing shots. I tweeted, I was like, get the ball out of his hands, give it to Kawhi. Should I rather Reggie Jackson have it at the end than Paul George? Paul George, get your points in the first and second quarter. Come third and fourth, don't touch the fucking ball. Yeah, I want to look at who else is on it. Yeah, Reggie Jackson had some good shots today. He's been playing Reggie pretty Jackson well. Reggie Jackson balled today. He did. Morris was balling too. Um, yep. 
Kennard is a good player off the bench. Like, Can- really I, I was impressed by Kennard. He showed up in the second half when they needed him. And Terrence Mann, solid. Like they, they and Nicholas Batum, they have a very solid team going with Kawhi, Morris, Batum, George, Jackson, Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, and Rondo and Zubac play. You know, just to give people breaks. But the real lineup is they really play six deep or seven deep. With yeah. Kennard being the last person on their rotation, him and Terrence Mann. Yeah. So I think they can beat the Jazz. The only difference is the Jazz can go a little deeper into their bench. Like the Jazz go with Royce O'Neal, Bojan, Rudy Gobert, Donovan, Mike Conley, Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, George Niang, and Derek Favors. So they're nine deep. So it's going to be depth versus talent in, in this series. But I still got clips in six. Yeah, I mean, like, sure, they got the depth, but, I mean, that's fine. But those guys aren't going to be able to compete against Kawhi. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Kawhi's in peak. Peak Kawhi mode right now. I mean, because, like, he's at a good age. He's not going to get worn down. I think he's not going to get hurt. I'm not scared of injuries with him. Like when I see KD play, I'm scared. Like, I'm going to just be honest. When I see KD move, jump, I'm scared. I'm not scared with Kawhi this year. When I see Kawhi play, I'm like, oh, this is a bad man. On This is a bad man on the playoff. KD, I, I see a guy who is probably the second best player in the league, but his athleticism is not there. Because there were plays in that game against the Bucks where he couldn't he couldn't elevate dunk. He couldn't block shots. But what kept him in it was the fact that he's KD and doesn't miss jump shots. Yeah. And he's long enough defensively to where he might not be able to block his shot, but he'll contest it. Yeah. So, um, but I think Kawhi's the best player in the league right now, at, at least after today. Yeah. In this playoffs, he's the best player. That's for sure. Gotta be. And if he loses, that's going to be embarrassing on it's, him. It's him, then all of the Nets. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> That's and then bad. Donovan Mitchell. All right. Well, we gave our uh, predictions. Uh, we won't. We don't need to pick the games. Probably gonna do a midweek pod some point. But tomorrow, Bucks and Nets play. I see the Nets winning tomorrow. I don't see the Bucks winning until they get to home. Uh, Nuggets and Suns. No. Who, who you got winning game one? Winning game one. I got the Suns at home. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Suns at home too. Same, same. Clippers and Jazz don't play till Tuesday. Who do you think wins game one of Clippers and Jazz? I got Clips. <laughs> I think the Jazz are going to win game one just based on rest. Ooh, okay, okay. Hawks game two. Hawks game two. I think that'll be the 76ers. Yeah, I'm thinking that's the Sixers game as well because I think the refs aren't going to call in favor of Trey Young in that one. It's going to call more in favor of Ben Simmons' physical defense. So those are just the two. Probably do a mid-pod. Probably like Wednesday, Thursday, me and Justin. If Justin's back, do one. If not, I'll do like a little solo catch you up on the playoffs. Or should I shoot me? We'll see. We'll figure something out. But Schubert, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. You can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Schubert14. Bros who binge will be out hopefully at the normal time. Yeah, it'll be out this Thursday. week. Yeah. Um, the, because we got a big episode. We're going to talk about Mayor of East Town, oh, uh, which God. was. Uh, Probably the best show so far this, this year. This year, that is, it is. It's better than Your Honor. I'm so sad we slept. Like we were, we were up on Your Honor, which was great. Mary yeah. Easttown blew my fucking mind. Yeah, and I feel like doing a week to week of Mary Easttown would have been really interesting because, like, the 
theories I had each episode ended up never panning out. Completely different. <laughs> but like, I, I think I got one. I know I told you about it today because I haven't finished yet. I'm going to finish before Wednesday. But gosh, I hope my theory is true. They keep zigging and zagging. I'm loving it. So that's a, There's way more zigs and zags to go. Is that all we're at. doing this week? Is there anything else I need to watch? Uh, no, I mean, I think that's about it. We'll talk about a few other things that we may have checked out. But um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's really it. But, but we actually, we will be starting the first episode of Loki. Oh yeah, true. Loki review starting high, and we're gonna be on time too. We're gonna be one of the first peeps because it falls in favor of us this time instead of yep. against us. Lit, so, lit. Lo- Loki and Mayor Beast Town. That's nice, nice. Bros who binge back on kicking on Grease. And if you haven't checked out the last one because we dropped it late, great conversation. Who would you invite to a dinner party? Which TV characters? Uh, TV couples. Yeah, with TV couples, would you invite to your you and your significant other's dinner party? Check that episode out. It's out now. Um, be sure to check out the One Piece manga reviews. That's out now too. But other than that, subscribe to the YouTube bands. That's pretty much all I got. You told them where to follow yet? Yeah. All right, yeah. Make sure you follow Bros. Think at Bros. Think. Uh, new Never Less Than Ill dropping, I think, on... Because Justin can't record on and drop for Tuesday. So I think it's going to drop on Wednesday. I think that's when it's going to drop on Wednesday. And then Run It Back's not this week. It's next week. Okay, so yeah, don't worry about that. Too. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. But for Doom, for Schubert, my name is Lyndon. We'll talk to you Can next you Monday as always. Until then, yeah. peace. Chop a nigga down with this hoe, I feel like me ho. Blue strip on hundreds, yeah, my pockets finna seawalk. Talking crazy, I decide your heads and say you take it off. In traffic with the cutter, getting surgical, I feel like law. Youngins in your city never heard of you, you falling off. This rap shit don't work out okay, I got a plug on hard and soft. Nigga hit a hundred band jug and then went fuck it off. My dog would get no fucking money around me, had to cut him off. Rap niggas lives, grab the yabba and I slice a nigga. Julio on fire, they won't smoke, then I'm a lighter nigga. Heard he got that work, I pull up on him and retire a nigga. Walk a nigga down with this bitch, I'm Michael Myers, nigga. Said he wanted beef, why you put up with some sliders, nigga? Yeah, Crystal Burger. You official price shooter, that's a toy burner. Keep your girl from around me unless you wanna bent over. It's turned upside down, bitches turned over. Three five in the wood, I am not sober. On the beat, I made magic like it's black over. Step inside the building, all they smell is gas soda. Think you tryna make me lose focus?